You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Calafato. This episode, The Ice Cream Sandwich. My interest in girls started at a very young age, embarrassingly young. I remember being in kindergarten and going over to this girl, I think her name was Kara, I went over to her carpet square and I gave her a ring that I found in a Cracker Jack box and I asked her to marry me. Already a disaster. And so by the time I got into second grade, I was in a different world. Because in second grade, you got to be in the lunchroom with the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders in my elementary school. It was like I was on Mars. Because the sixth grade girls, they weren't girls. As far as I was concerned, they were women. There were women in my lunchroom. The way that they talked, their attitude, their makeup, their hair, the way they laughed, their smile. They were emulating Madonna and Janet Jackson. They talked differently than everybody else. They had such confidence. And I just wanted to be a part of that world. And I would sit there at my second grade table and I'd look at these beautiful women on, on, on the sixth grade table. And I would just fantasize about just being at that table and, and being a boyfriend and being cool and having a connection with someone who seems so cool, much more cool than me. And there's this one girl, I'm gonna use the name Kelly because she might be listening. So we'll just call her Kelly. Kelly was a sixth grader and she sat at this table. And there was one day where I made eye contact with her and she saw me and she smiled and she waved at me. Oh, that changed everything. When she waved at me, something clicked inside. I was like, oh my God, I am in love. I must express myself. That's what happened. Literally just kicked off this odyssey. And I told everybody at my table, uh, Kelly was the sister of my friend Craig, and he was in second grade. So I was telling Craig, I'm like, hey, I know it's your sister. I'm sorry, but man, I feel like there's a connection here. And I told my friend Anthony, he was at the table. He's like, man, there's no way you can go over there. You can't. You're in second grade. You can't cross that threshold. And I was like, Anthony, I don't care. I have to express myself. What am I going to do? I can't live with regret the rest of my life. And all the other kids, too, they told me, there's no way you can do this. You shouldn't do this. Don't do this. But I couldn't stop thinking about her. And every day I would look forward to going to lunch just to try to make eye contact with her, just to see if I could get her to wave or smile at me. And every once in a while she did, and it would just be fuel and creating this fire of passion. And I would go to sleep at night and I would wake up the next morning and I, all I could think about was like the lunch period. Get me to the lunch period. That's all that I need. But I did that for a while. And after a while I said, you know, this, we've, I've got to take the next step. I can't just live in this cycle. I have to be able to take the next step. I got I to gotta tell her how I feel. But I had to make a statement. So I decided one day that I would wear my best clothes. So I wore my button-up purple silk shirt, my stonewashed jeans rolled up at the bottom with my best pair of off-brand BK Knights. I was looking fresh. And... I didn't just want to walk up to her. I had to, I wanted to give her a present, but I didn't have any money or a, a real money um, or a lot of it. So I asked someone to borrow a quarter. 
there was this kid and I just was like, can I borrow a quarter, please? And I begged this kid to let me borrow a quarter and he did. So I, I had one quarter to my name and I walked over to the lunch line and I was trying to figure out which, what I should buy. What would she like? There's not a lot of stuff uh, there at the cafeteria lunch line. There was like shepherd's pie, some weird, you know, sort of like cheesy dippers, but there was dessert and I thought, there it is. I'm going to get her an ice cream sandwich. Who doesn't like ice cream sandwiches? So I paid a quarter. I reached into the cooler that had like the layers of ice on it. And that thing had to be 27 years old, but it, it would have to do. And I got the ice cream sandwich and I turned around and I walked. No, no. I strutted over to that sixth grade table. I strutted past the second grade table and all my friends were going, Aaron, what are you doing? I didn't look back. I strutted all the way past the third, the fourth, the fifth, up to the sixth grade table, right in front of Kelly's table. And I stopped and I just stood there awkwardly. And I looked at her. Eventually she quieted down. Her friends quieted down. They're all staring at me. And this was my moment. And I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't know what I was going to do. So the only thing I could think to do was to launch the ice cream sandwich directly at her. I don't know why. It was like I was just, my arm just sprung out and the ice cream sandwich flew across the table and hit her right in the chest. And she, she's grappling with it. She's stunned. She doesn't know what happens. All her friends are looking at her and they're looking at me and I'm looking at her and I'm looking at them and everybody is in silence. And the only thing I can think to say is this. Kelly, fasten your seatbelt. You're in for a long ride. And then I walked away. I strutted away past my friends at the second grade table who were cheering me on. They didn't know what I said, but I felt victorious. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I felt like you went over there and you made an impact. And I thought that, I thought that that was a good experience for some reason in my warped mind for 20 years. And it wasn't until just, it had to be a couple years ago where I was having a conversation with friends and we were talking about what's the craziest thing that you did to impress a girl or something like that. And I, when I was retelling the story, it was almost as if I was discovering it for the first time and how horrible it was and how embarrassing it must have been for her and for me. And I didn't feel that embarrassment or feel any of that until I was in my 20s. By the time it was too late, I couldn't call her and apologize I didn't know what to say. I felt like, oh my God, what did I do? At least I had the guts to express myself. I mean, yeah, I went down in flames. But if I didn't have any embarrassing stories in my life, it would mean that I'm not living. It would mean that I've been a spectator. And that's not me. So, I'm going to keep participating. I mean, there's plenty of ice cream sandwiches out there. I hope you enjoyed the episode. A lot of people have been coming up to Aaron and I at parties, sending emails, and calling to tell us how much they love the podcast and ask when the next episode's coming out. A great way to stay connected is to visit the website, 7minutestoriespod.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, let more people know what you think about Aaron and his storytelling by rating and leaving a review. Lastly, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share your favorite episode with friends on social media. Thanks again for listening.